Moving Iron Podcast is proud to be part of the Global Ag Network. The network is live, so check out globalagnetwork.com for more details and updates. Now on to the show. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast, Tax Moves with Glenn Burnbaum. Glenn, how you doing today, bud? Hey, good, Casey. We're almost there. So Yeah, it's uh, Monday, right? Monday's a big day. Monday the 15th. So yep. we got, today's Friday, so we got a couple days, and we'll be able to call it good. So. Yep. I always tell my, my youngest boy's birthday is April 15th, and so uh-huh. I, always, I always give him crabs like, you know, I'd love to give you a present, buddy, but Daddy had a stroke check, so I can't, I right. can't get you anything this year. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't think it's nearly as funny as I do, but that's, uh, that's our family joke there. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Okay, so there's a lot of things that you kind of have to have in line right now. Obviously, if you don't have your taxes done by now, you're probably going to be filing extension. So we hit on that a little bit uh, last week. But once you go back yeah. over that again and then talk yeah. about the penalties that come along with uh, not paying your taxes on time. Yeah, just to get a little more specific, I mean, for sure you want to do, you know, you, you should file an extension because um, there is uh, – a penalty if you just don't actually file an extension, right? You know, that has nothing to do with tax or anything. So you don't want to get into that situation. So it's, it's easy to do an extension, you know, pretty simple, just kind of some basic information. But then you're also supposed to pay, you know, the estimated tax that you owe, okay? If you don't pay the tax, then they, they, they're charging you a 6% annual rate of interest, um, now, remember, this is a non-deductible interest, right? So, you know, most most bank interest is going to be deductible. So 6%, you know, non-deductible interest is relatively expensive. And then because you haven't paid your tax by April 15th, so again, we're talking about why you want to make an estimated payment here, you know, an extension payment. Because if, if you don't, they start accruing the 6% interest, of course, that continues, but then it's a half percent per month on top of that for a failure to pay penalty. So a half percent per month times 12 to annualize it, that's another 6% rate. So in effect, it's like a 12% rate um, once you go past April 15th. Okay. So obviously, you'd like to pay if you can. You know, If, if you're estimating, um, you should try to pay. Otherwise, pretty, pretty steep penalty. Um, other things we're looking at, Casey, is, you know, just thinking about tax planning, you know, for the summer, trying to get some meetings set up with some clients, you know, once, once the dust kind of settles to think about, you know, we, we know we've got some relatively low brackets, sorry, relatively wide brackets, um, relatively low tax rates. And we've talked about this before, but if you're nearing retirement, you know, and you've got a lot of grain carryover and things, you know, these next few years here, maybe the years to try to, you know, start, unfortunately, you got to pay this tax. Let's do it at a lower rate. Let's do it at a very, you know, let's have a plan, basically. So starting to think about that, um, you know, a lot of states are looking at, you know, maybe raising their income tax. And Illinois is talking about that here where I'm at. So, you know, it's just a time to really think and be proactive about, you know, how to best manage your tax tax situation. Yeah, I've, I've heard uh, several of these uh 
folks running for president talk about uh, how how they're going to raise taxes if they do uh, yeah. do become president. Yeah. They've been pretty open about that. Um, yeah. So I mean that's something to think about. Like you said. Um, we're trying to do some tax reform here in the state of Nebraska, but it's not getting anywhere. So, it's a, uh, it's just one of those things that you got to be prepared for. So, um, you're you're bringing up some some people close to retirement, and you were talking about some mm-hmm. stuff to get prepared for there. Yeah, talk about that a little bit, and 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 what do you see happening there? Well, a lot of times, you know, you've got a lot of grain that you've carried over, right? Mm-hmm. You've just, you know, you you've you've prepaid your expenses, right? You know. Maybe you've borrowed money to do that, but you still a lot of times have prepaid for your crop or at least part of the inputs for next year. And so you've, you know, you've got that situation, which is saving taxes. And you've also got the fact that you've not, you know, necessarily wanted to cash your checks in December. I don't just wait, you know, cash my checks in January. I won't, I don't have all my grain sold. Right. So you've deferred a lot of income. So it's not uncommon to have over a million dollars, you know, potentially even a couple million dollars of deferred income. And what, you know, if you retire, get out of farming, you know, you have $2 million of income, basically no expenses. And that's a huge, you know, yeah. change from what you've been doing. And it just gradually has built up over 30, 40 years. You know, it's I mean, just subtle, subtle changes, right. Can, can really add up over time. So you have to look at, and we've talked about a few of these things, but you know, looking at things like retirement plan options to be able to maybe fund, uh, you know, put money into a retirement account for your behalf to kind of, again, kind of deferring the tax ways to spread out the income over time, you know, using farm income averaging, which is an important tool. But, um, you know, the big thing is just to, just to walk through a plan really and say, Hey, you know, I mean, if you've got $2 million of grain carried over, um, you know, that's a lot of income and maybe, maybe you're not going to do that well in farming over the next few years, right? You're going to lose money, but you know, you're not going to lose $2 million. You know, I mean, you know, you might put a little bit of dent in that by, by, you know, going, going cash flow negative, but you know, you've, you've built this up over 30 or 40 years and it's, you know, it's one of the ideas is not just, well, I'm, you know, I'm not actually going to ever realize this a lot of times you are going to realize this money because you just build it up over so many years so just have a plan just a you know you don't have to have it all mapped out but just start the discussion about hey what are my options there's there's some various charitable kind of things that you might be able to do if you're charitably inclined um you know we've talked about you know donating grain in particular as opposed to selling your grain and then donating the cash um so it's there's not a there's really not an easy answer but but just to you know it's it's coming right we know you know if if you're, if you're going to stop farming at some point you know and you build up this this asset i mean it's still you know the tax rate isn't 100% right i mean it's you know you should hopefully be left with some money left over it's just you've got to understand what your debt situation is um, so I think it's a good, you know, once we get the crop in the ground here this spring, you know, get a little, I think it's a good time to think about, you know, what's, what's, what's my situation and what's my, what's my end game, because it, it can be very surprising because it's just gradually built up over many, many years. Okay, Glenn. So last week we were talking about, there were some proposed regulation fixes to that uh, 199A grain glitch that we talked about. They pretty much had it kind of hammered out and they were getting ready to do that, but really nothing set in stone yet. So where's that at and how's that affecting what we're seeing happen on the 15th of April? Yeah. So this is, you know, the grain glitch fix, which was passed in uh, last March, you know, the code, but then the IRS treasury department has to, you know, 
pr- provide more particulars. And that had been, you know, delayed, you know, for over a year now. And we, we just got word in the last, uh, I guess it's the last week or so that week and a half that they've, they've kind of written the proposed regs and now that it's to a second department, this, um, OMB department is going to kind of look at it, do a second review on it. So we're hoping to get, you know, public information, the release of these proposed regulations here in the next maybe two, three weeks. Um, so we'll just see what's what's behind there. And, you know, in some cases, we've, we've filed extensions for farmers. Uh, in other cases, you know, we've we've went ahead and filed returns. Um, there's certainly a possibility that, you know, we may have to amend returns depending on what these what these rules might might say. But, you know, a lot of this is as you I'm sure remember like to, you know, co-op grain sales and how to exactly work through this. And in particular, a transition rule that's really only applicable for 2018 about how to how to interpret certain things. So hopefully we'll get those here in the next few weeks. And then, you know, there'll, there'll probably be a public hearing and then there'll be final regulations, hopefully, hopefully issued, you know, before we have to do this all over again for 2019. So we'll at least have some certainty, some, you know, on, on how these rules are, are to be applied. You'll probably get it figured out, but 2019 will bring a whole new set of problems yeah, that you, you have to figure out too. So. Never ending. So, yeah. <laughs> never ending, right? Yep. Never ending. <clears throat> all right, Glenn. Well, have you, uh, have you had a chance to get out to the Global Ag Network website yet? I have not. Not recently. Okay. Well, they have a new feature now if you check it out. So if you go there and check it out, you can go set up an account and you can log all your favorite shows into one easy spot so you don't have to sort through the vast number of shows on there and you can just pick the shows you want. So you might want to check okay. that out when you, next time you're on the on the website. I'll do that. So, yeah. All right. Well, Glenn, um, hope you have a great weekend. I'm sure you guys are burning the uh, candle at both ends trying to get everything done by the 15th but uh have yourself a good weekend and we'll talk to you again uh next week buddy all right casey thank you thanks for listening to this edition of the moving iron podcast now part of the global ag network if you'd like to continue any of these conversations you can hit me up on facebook twitter or instagram at moving iron llc you can also send me an email at moving iron podcast at moving iron podcast.com you can also visit the moving iron podcast youtube channel and watch market roundup with chip nellinger sean hackett and angie setzer also tax news with glenn birnbaum please visit moving iron llc.com here you can find information details and updates for the 2019 moving iron summit and Nashville, Tennessee. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can leave a review and subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, and GlobalAgNetwork.com. So until next time, let's go move some iron. This is Casey Seymour, out. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Time and time again Through the years you'll find us here Move